Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was wooden! But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am all in. More, more, more. I want to kiss you more. I am all in with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, everybody. Scott Patterson, I am all in podcast, 111 Productions, iHeartRadio. I'm joined by the ball club here. There's Danielle Romo. Tara S. and Amy Sugarman, who is chomping on... <laughs> I muted. I was eating a bit of a cracker. Got some crackers. I need to have um, a lot of energy for pop culture. Oh, no, no. This is this is going to be a rip-snorting affair. This one. My God. Tara. Tara. Sorry. Take it away. <laughs> well, for, first of all, I want to start with someone commented on our Instagram. Remember when we saw Marion Ross was Marion Rod? I can't forget it. Someone went and pulled the DVDs out and it's correct on the DVD. So I think it's no. a Netflix issue. Wait, so it was correct then when it aired on television, I assume. Correct. No, I, I feel like it was probably like it, it 
aired wrong on TV, but they fixed it by the time it got to DVDs. Or I don't no, know I how does that work. Netflix and it was totally wrong, wasn't it? I have the DVDs, so I kind of want to go pull mine out. I just need to go back to see what episode. But isn't she in more than one? So I wonder if it's like. Oh, sure. Yeah, but yeah. I think they only got it wrong once. I mean, you'd think she would have noticed. But not if but, it was only on Netflix and not. But on the does DVD. Netflix right. like redo the credits? Like that does. I don't understand why it would be wrong on Netflix. Great point. I don't either. That's yeah. why. Can everybody wow. start getting on top of this? We need someone. You know, I, Netflix. Think, I, th- I think they do. Yes, I think they do redo the credits. Yes. But they look so they re- old school. They look like they aired in two thousand three. You know. <laughs> In the days of yore, Danielle? Yeah. It doesn't look like a fancy new font. You know what I mean? It's very Gilmore. Right. 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 Like, right. do they have the Gilmore fonts? I think probably. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah I, th- yeah. I think they did. For the vibe of the show. We need to. Wow. Here's what we need. We need somebody needs to watch it on the DVD and somebody needs to go on Amazon Prime. Oh, is it also there too? Yeah. And see what it does on there. Okay. Okay. This weekend, I'm going to. And somebody needs to call James Pettit and see what they do on Up TV. Is it, is oh, it yeah, because it plays back like every day. Yeah, <laughs> we need to ask James Pettit this too. No, do- no, the J- Up TV doesn't alter. Right. Anything. So if it, if it was right when it aired on the CW, then Up TV is getting it right. It's only Netflix that biffed it. Hmm. Or I'll report back next week. Please do. <laughs> we'll get our crack team on this. Yes. <laughs> We don't have a team. Where it's just us. It's just the us. Ball club we, is on it. We've explained why Scott has to deal with us, right? Yeah, we have. We couldn't afford a coat. We didn't have any more money. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are, the three of us. Wait a minute. What are you talking about? We wanted to I make saw, the that's... show so bad, like, but but we were we didn't have any money. Like we were so cheap. Like I don't know if you know this, but. You didn't get paid. <laughs> like you just yeah, said, yes, that. I'll do it. But that's the so, that's that's the risk that I took. Right. Because well, I believed in this so much and it's still same do. with us. So did we. But we if we didn't have any money to pay you, how would we have any money to pay a <laughs> professional co-host? We didn't have any. So we are your co-hosts because we just are like, we like Gilmore Girls and we like Scott. We do all the prep but that, anyway. But the, but there's you can't replace that kind of passion and knowledge. Thank you. Thank you so much. I mean, this is the best uh, ball club and podcast, oh. in my opinion. Scott, thank you. Everybody's Some... got skin in the game because you're emotionally involved invested in the show and we agree some of the fans might not everyone's like what's danielle's excuse i'm just here for the ride guys (laughs) (laughs) i'm getting emotionally invested each episode we go me too someone sends a mic to her house we put put our thought into that and actually some of the fans DM us or whatever it's called, Instagram us to say they like it and to stop ruining things for you. They sometimes get mad at me because I'll be like, yeah, because Amy jumps ahead a little bit. Happen? Ruining things for who? Danielle. Danielle. Because sometimes I, I try not to, but I'll give little hints like and they get mad. They're like, don't ruin it for Danielle. It's also yeah, hard. But yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say it's hard for like me and Amy who we watch this like religiously. Like we've just seen this so many times. <laughs> so many times. <laughs> I like the little like tidbits. Like last episode when you guys said that 
um, Luke's love interest is going to be, it, she sticks around for a couple episodes, yeah. you know, I was like, oh, okay, she sticks around for a couple episodes. Like I like, I actually like kind of knowing those little tidbits. And there. even though I've seen each episode like five times, I still forget stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like, you can't remember everything. Yeah. No, there's too many scenes, too many narratives. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I, you know, it was always, uh, it's, if you have people that are invested and know the show, and in Danielle's case, you're just a fun person, right? I mean, you're just, <laughs> Why, just kind thank of, you. you're just a fun person to have on the ride. Or are you wearing like, pants? I, you know, Amy, I'm not. <laughs> I'm wearing biker shorts. <laughs> See, this is this is this is the perfect cast. It is. It's the perfect yeah. cast of characters. Yeah, we're we're just like four clowns that uh, <laughs> fell out of the clown car, and we, somebody hit us up with some microphones, and, 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 and you know, and we uh, you know we got a couple microphones going, we blather and whatever, you know. It's like you know, it's like it's fun. It's a fun show, and it's fun to watch it. And yeah. I mean, I'm loving it. I, I really, it's a good show. I think if we have to every, call this work, we are we have yeah, great jobs. We're doing pretty no, well. No, no, no. It's it's like it's like yeah. You know, I never watched it before. And now I'm watching it. I get to watch one episode a week, just like it was on. And and it's fun as hell. I always look and forward to it. So there could be people listening that maybe have seen the episodes 10 times and never noticed it said Marion Rod before. Yeah. yeah. We're yeah. here for you. Right. Discovering. And listen, no matter what we do, somebody's going to get hurt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's always something you know, we've missed. There's, you can't you can't please everybody. I learned that a long time ago, long time ago, when my mother gave me a bus ticket when I was seven years old. So, you know, Oklahoma would be good. For you. you can't you can't please everybody. You can't you just can't do it. And, you know, I don't know. What can I say to people? You know, they come in with the emails and some of them are not so. I would say uh, measured. They're not measured. Yeah. They're, but uh, they care. They care. You know, yeah. They care. So, you know. We like those people. That's what I we say. like them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tara, hit it. Well, hit so it. the people who still stick around for pop culture. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> All right. So this is uh, the very first scene with uh, Lorelai and Rory in the garage. Lorelai says, oh, yeah. yeah, it scared me while you stood by calmly like Dr. Doolittle chatting with the bat. Rory says, it was a bat, wasn't it? Lorelai says, wearing an Ozfest t-shirt, I believe. Will the man will the man never be able to live that down? Lorelai says, well, Joan Namath will forever be wearing pantyhose. God, all so true. So true. So uh, this is... Um, the second time that Dr. Doolittle was referenced, last time was season two, episode 18, Back in the Saddle. What is it, Amy? Back in the saddle again. <laughs> oh, I'm really in full voice today. Oh, man. And so OzFest was an annual music festival tour of the United States and sometimes Europe and later Japan, featuring performances by many heavy metal and hard rock musical groups. Um, Joe Namath was an NFL player. For the Jets from 1965 to 1976 and nicknamed Broadway Joe because he was known for his New York partying lifestyle. This guy oh. wore a, he, he wore a mink coat. Yeah. That was so yeah. ostentatious and so loud. This guy was a pimp. I mean, he was he predicted yeah. that they would win the Super Bowl. He told that to the press. He said, we are going to win the Super Bowl. And then he went out and won it. 
Yeah, you I, know how I, I know Joe Namath the best? The how? pantyhose commercial? From the Brady oh. Bunch. Oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Brady I was going to ask, me, why is he forever wearing pantyhose? Yeah, but, so. Because, okay. he, because he did, because he did, a, uh, he did a pantyhose ad, a print ad, and he did TV commercials wearing pantyhose. Um, right? Am I wrong? No, I think you're right, but no, why? No, right. So it was a Hanes uh, Beauty Mist pantyhose commercial. Right, right. And, um... Right. Yeah, so he'll basically never live that down. What was the point, though? Why was Joe Namath the selling pantyhose? Because he was a superstar. He was the most desirable, most eligible bachelor in the world. Every woman wanted to meet yeah, him and look be at him with, with him. Farrah Fawcett. He mm -hmm. was the guy. Yeah. He was, you know, he was Leo. He was Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. level. Yeah. He was like everybody was going crazy for this guy. Because he had such a, a a winning personality, and he was so cool, and he was so likable and affable, and funny and off the cuff, and he wasn't oh, no. he, 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 <laughs> he wasn't a cocky else. jerk, and he was a party monster. He had his own bar in New York City, and during the season, he would get sloshed. He they they had fun. These he guys was like had super fun. Super famous, right? Super famous, S like mm -hmm. beyond famous. Everybody and know Joe Name. Everybody knew him. Everybody. And that Farrah Fawcett commercial is for um, mm -hmm. uh, no Noxima, Noxima, Noxima. Yeah. And um, did you watch it, Amy? I'm watching the pantyhose ad. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. There he is. That's Broadway, Joe. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Oh, that was good. Uh, and plus, and plus, the th plus the thing that was so special about him as a player is he had he was injured so many times, so severely, and he kept coming back on his bad knees with his knee braces on, and you just the was tension was like, yeah, he was a mm. very good quarterback. He went to the University of Alabama, played so for like Bear Brady. Bryant. He was he, like the Tom Brady of the time. He he for a brief moment, for a couple of years, yeah, he was. He was the best quarterback he could throw a ball a mile accurately and was just just he'd chew up defenses I think he, he was now really does something ads for like insurance or something oh medicare, yeah. medicare. oh, oh <laughs> yeah medicare. he does does all that stuff man good for him he, he was the guy he was the man back yeah. then and just to oh, wrap yeah. that up um he was the highest paid celebrity endorser and was earning a million per year for various Ooh. brands yeah yeah. In the 70s. Chump change now, but... He was loved. Yeah. He, that guy was a rock star, man. He was more than a football player. People and loved Ozzie him. And Ozzy really can't live down eating that bat. Just gross. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> you know, Namath handled that. it very well. He handled it all very well. Like, it was just no big deal. Nothing was a big deal. He was great. Still is. Still is great. I'm not yeah. saying he was. He is. Yeah. He's still great. Shout out to AstroPro for sponsoring this episode and providing free samples. It's springtime and that means allergies. Mine have been throwing me off and I need something that works fast. That's where AstroPro comes in. It's the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. And it is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter spray you can get. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Plus, it is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. AstroPro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. So if you suffer from allergies like I do, get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief 
with AstroPro. Go to AstroProAllergy.com for a discount so you can AstroPro and go today. Visit A-S-T-E-P-R-O-Allergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor. Gene, we'll boot it. Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Gene. I've lost on the business. I understand now. It's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Jean. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano. Jean, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Moving on to the next one, still in the garage, Lorelai says, well, the note said it was okay. Rory says, well, how did he know that the note was authentic? And Lorelai says, I wrote it on Powerpuff Girls stationery. <laughs> Who do you think was setting him up? Hello, Kitty. That was good. <laughs> that was good. 
Um, Powerpuff Girls is a superhero animated TV series created by animator Craig McCracken and produced by Hannah Barbera for, uh, for Cartoon Network. Did you know that the Powerpuff Girls were originally going to be named the Whoopass Girls? <laughs> That's awesome. That's no, great. I did not. What Favorite? Powerpuff Girl are you? I think I was um, Bubbles. You I don't even were. know what they are. I don't even know what they are. I was definitely Buttercup. Oh, I can well, see that. You guys. You're Buttercup. Scott. I think we're too old mm. again. I don't know what to say. I've no, heard of them, but I didn't know. Yeah. Amy's names. definitely Blossom. You yeah. look like Blossom. I know no detail of this. I know Smurfette. Smurfette. <laughs> oh, my God. And I could go on for days about Hello Kitty. Oh, I had all the stationery. Oh, folders, the little pencil cases. I definitely liked Pachaco. That was my The little my erasers. Person. Did you have those mini erasers? Yeah, I had every. My nieces still love Hello Kitty. Hello Kitty is thriving, going strong. Oh, yeah. Have yeah. you ever been to that? There's a Hello Kitty cafe in Irvine, California. And it's, oh, it's amazing. It's just all decked out Hello Kitty. <laughs> and you can do like high tea that's Hello Kitty theme. <laughs> that is so Amy, cute. Amy, 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 let's go take a swim. Let's let these two. <laughs> You guys, I can talk about Powerpuff Girls and Hello Kitty. Amy, Amy, let's go take a swim. I can chime in if they mention Gem and the Holograms. I loved that one. Do you guys remember Mm. that? I've heard of it, but I don't. You don't know Gem and the Holograms? Wait, what? I feel like another honorable mention would have been like Lisa Frank, but like, oh yeah, you you know what I mean? Lisa Frank, the the little monkey. No, no, I always had the pajamas. No, the monkey was. No, oh my God, no, Paul no, Frank, you Paul, Frank. Paul Frank. Sorry, no. What, what's the? He's isn't Lisa, Lisa Frank, Frank the? Yeah, no, it's Lisa Frank, right, guys? I don't know what Lisa. It was Frank very is. colorful. Yeah, Paul Frank. That was the monkeys. Yeah, it's Lisa Frank. It I'm was. Not, it was the I'm unicorn. Crazy. The unicorn was and Lisa the, like, Frank. It was. She had all the animals. Who True. had all the animals? Who are you talking about? Might as well be speaking another foreign language. Might as well just like. <laughs> So you're right. Paul Frank was on. the monkey, but Lisa yeah. Frank was what the have uni- I rainbow unicorn. Did yeah. you just have get I to the created? Sanford and Son reference because yeah, something Scott on. and I Be know about? Lady <laughs> Sanford and Son had a great reference because that Be garage totally reminded me. Right, so we're still tonight. in the garage scene, and Rory says, "We're we're pack rats. Hey, we're licensed. We're Sanford and Son. Yuck! Bye bye. Throw and she throws the ball um, out of the garage." So Sanford and Son is a TV series that was on from 1972 to 1977. And it was about the misadventures of a junk dealer and his frustrated son created by Norman Lear and starred Red Fox and Desmond Wilson. Remember this? Yeah, there it is. There it is. There it is. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, so then also the Sanford's address was 9114 South Central Los Angeles. Uh, Avenue Los Angeles um, and as of 2010 if the junkyard actually exists it would be located next to an office of the California Department of Corrections no 9114 mm. what street I'm looking it up South Central South Avenue, Central Avenue. Hmm. just to see what's there oh it comes right up mm-hmm. the side of Sanford and Son <laughs> funny does it does it show you like Google Maps it shows me a picture of like what what's there yeah I see a street view huh. yeah Interesting. Cool. Great show. Yeah. Oh. So the next one uh, is with Lane. Power the- plumbing is there now, it looks like. No, that doesn't make sense. Skip it. I don't know what's there. <laughs> and moving on. <laughs> moving moving uh, on. Pam DeBar. 
Debar. Yep. So Lorelai says, do you need any help, please? Rory says, I'm good. Pamela Debar. So Pamela Debar is a rock and roll groupie, writer, musician, oh, and man. actress. She was best known for her 1987 memoir, I'm With the Band, Confessions of a Groupie, which details her experiences in the Los Angeles rock music scene of the 1960s and 70s. She's also a former Oof. member of the experimental Frank Zappa produced music group, the GTO. Totally over my head. Every single thing you just said over my head, none of it. What? Scott, what? do you know her? Of course. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, I, lived, I lived right off of Laurel Canyon for 18 years. Nope. I mean, if Laurel, I Canyon, and if Laurel Canyon could talk, oh boy. Oh gosh, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> the stories. Oh for sure. boy. Yoo-hoo. Yeah, um, but. So Pamela was obsessed with the Beatles, and when she heard Paul McCartney was going to be in Los Angeles, she came up with a bizarre plan. She hid in a bush all night just to get a glimpse of Paul McCartney. Instead of seeing the stars, she got taken away by the by authorities for trespassing. Oh, no. And later she had an obsession with Mick Jagger and she got to meet him and it was known as Miss Pamela to him. <laughs> um, but she writes in her memoir that she's also known as Keith Moon's L.A. girl. Wow. Which then I want to I I give a shout out to, to Mick Jagger. Hope he recovers very quickly from his COVID. Yes, I agree. Yeah. He literally I, I had to cancel had, a show. Like Yeah, they're on tour. Second. They're 60 tour. So, Mick, if you're listening... It well, so I think imagine is. if Mick was listening to this podcast. <laughs> you never know. Four ears. I feel you bad just, for him. Listen, you, we could get an email saying this is the best best thing I've ever. I'd like you guys to come on tour with us and do a podcast. You know, this right. kind of thing. You, know, you don't know. Listening. You don't know what you Rolling know. Stones watch on planes. You don't, know. you don't know. You don't know. You don't know. I picture them watching like more like Yellowstone or Billions. What? Billions or Yellowstone. No, you don't think the Rolling no, Stones are watching that? No. Succession. No. no. You don't. No. <laughs> They're watching Gilmore Girls. That's right. You know and, they are. And to reference that back, to, I know the fans like this when we go back to what the line was. Um, because Pamela was like a mega fan. So that's what it is when Lorelai is like, do you need any, need any help? So about oh. Lane and her band. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. She's a groupie. She's a groupie. Yes. Got it. Um, so the next one is still with the band. Dave says, which means that I'm going to need you to really step it up. Lane says, oh, <laughs> Dave says, I mean, you've got the potential, but you're sloppy. I need a clean roll on the toms, but powerful like Moon. So Keith Moon <sighs> is the Who's drummer. He started drumming when he was 14 years old and he joined the Who's in 1964 when he was 17 years old, just before they <laughs> recorded their first record. Before The Who, he was part of a cover band called The Beachcombers. Mm. Um, and he hated uh, drum solos and refused to play them in concerts. That's a lot huh. of pressure. I wouldn't like to do that either. Yeah. Yeah, but he was, the, he was the greatest rock drummer of all time. He was just unbelievable. I saw The Who uh, as a Spectrum in Philadelphia. Oh. Yeah. I saw him when I was a kid. Yeah, they were amazing. Keith Moon was just like... Off the charts, great. Listen to uh, who's next. You'll hear some fantastic drumming. Hmm. He hmm. also is a band from Holiday Inn. <laughs> no, <laughs> what? In a twist? Why? Well, they used to. They, you know, those old rock bands. You know, from the sixties, they used to tear up the hotel rooms, just destroy them. 
Oh. Yeah. Absol- absolutely destroy them. You know, throw TV sets out the windows, destroy the furniture. Yeah, they go crazy. And Keith was a notorious drinker, so he would he would he was the he was the head destructor. Yeah, and actually the whole band was <laughs> the whole yeah. band was banned from Holiday Inns because they used to stay yeah. on them on their tours. Basically made uh-huh. a mess of it all. Uh-huh. All right, moving to the next one. More music references. Um, Rory says, You're not look. Sorry, this is when um, Rory's telling Elaine if it's okay that she, she doesn't like Jess. Rory says, you're not. Look, we're not always going to like the same things. Like, you like smashing pumpkins, and I don't, Lane says. But that's only because you're close-minded and blind. So Smashing Pumpkins is an alternative rock band from Chicago. They were formed in 1988 by frontman Billy Corgan. Corgan? Yeah, Billy Corgan. Billy Corgan. Um, Darcy, oh gosh, Wretzky, Wretzky? James Eha and I only know Billy Corrigan and Jimmy Chamberlain Cham- Chamberlain mm. <laughs> in the December of 2000 the Smashing Pumpkins played their four and a half hour long final concert at Chicago's Metro and the band appeared in season seven in a season seven episodes of the Simpsons playing Homer Palooza Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor. Gene, was we'll it. Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So 
you write the books, Jin, and Vlastor runs the business. I understand now. He's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Jean. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Jean, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So we're moving on to the next pop culture. Uh, This is Taylor's lawyer, Nicole, meeting Luke. Jess says, um, well, that was an interesting show. Luke says, what are you yammering about? Jess says, guess Gloria Allred wants to go slumming. (laughs) That's actually very funny. So, Gloria Allred is an American attorney known for her for taking high profile and often controversial cases, particularly those involving the protection of women's rights. Um, Allred is saying the lawyer's really low in her standards to to flirt with Luke. Yeah, (laughs) like (laughs) funny. She's out of his league. That's funny. Yeah, Allred is known for bringing cases against high profile men and celebrities and managing the media's narrative that surrounds them for her clients. Um, she's also the first lawyer to challenge same-sex marriage laws in California in 2004. She's still going strong in mm-hmm. 2022. Mm-hmm. And her only daughter, Lisa Bloom, initially served as Harvey Weinstein's lawyer as sexual assault allegations piled up against the producer in 2017. Yeah. Yikes. Exactly. There's a winning client. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I Jesus. Saw, dude, uh, Allred's client list is not much better. <laughs> 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 did you pull it up after that episode? i'm just reading them and oh. i'm just like woof. Uh. all right so the next one is lorelei telling suki she accidentally told alex she likes the outdoors uh lorelei says i like him but i'm not 16 i don't lie to guys to make them like me i just got stuck when he said fishing and camping and i was trying to be nice not saying fishing great cold wet and smelly my three favorite things after those witches from Macbeth. The I don't know over my head. Is that Shakespeare? Yes. Yes. <laughs> the three witches are known I want as... to be Eastwick or practical Shush. magic. Those are the witches I know. I thought of Hocus The Sanderson Hocus, sisters. Like, I was going to say, <laughs> Danielle and I are on the same page. Which one yeah. are the Sanderson sisters? Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Oh, sorry. sorry the sorry. girls and the witches of Eastwick weren't sisters. Oh, they're just witches. No, they were friends. Oh, they were friends. In practical magic, mm-hmm. they were sisters. 
I love that movie. Uh, practical Magic. Sandra Bullock, Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Don't, don't. Classic. Really? <laughs> yeah, I love it. Oh. Huh. So the three witches were also known as the Weird Sisters or the Wayward Sisters or the Witchy Poos, which are characters in William Shakespeare's Macbeth. I don't think I've read Macbeth. I did in high school, but I do not remember it. Hard pass for me. (laughs) Scott's like horrified at our like disinterest in Shakespeare. So sorry. Yeah, Danielle and I are like hocus pocus. I, I am love not, witches. I am not horrified in the least. I'm super into witches. Uh, <laughs> I am. <laughs> really? I I watch a show about witches. Have you ever um been a witch? Gone, gone to a witch and uh you know, uh, I had a very, very interesting experience with a a world famous white witch from Fiona? Europe. Fiona? No, no. I know Fiona no, the witch. No, no. And Who she was did, your witch? She did, she did, it was a girl I was dating in LA and I knew her from New York. We were in acting class together and her mother, uh, who's since passed away, her mother was in town visiting and I was kind of having issues with my, uh, my girlfriend who was back in New York and who was sick. She'd mm-hmm. gotten, uh, she'd gotten ill for some reason. And uh, so I got her on the phone and her mother uh, and I was talking to her. I said, well, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. And maybe go to the doctor. So I, when I walked back in the kitchen, her, uh, this girl and her mother were holding hands and chanting things. No, they were wicked. And th- they were doing, they were, okay. And then the girl on the other end of the phone, my, my, the girlfriend at the time went, oh my God. And I'm like, what happened? What, what's wrong? She goes, my whole apartment just lit up with lightning. No. Like, what are you talking what? about? I said, is it raining over there? She goes, No. <laughs> No, it's not raining over here. And then I, I, go, I look in the kitchen and, and the, the girl and her mother look up at me and smile. And I go, what happened? She goes, we just sent her some energy so she feels better. Oh, I'm not kidding. This I girl was it. freaking out. I believe Freaking it. out. Fiona and the witch was, was like an Australian witch. And she knew a lot of spells, love spells. Right. A lot of spells. I believe it. Why not? She gave me some... Uh, some amulets and some very powerful numerology uh-huh. that she did on me. Yeah. Oh, it's I'm, quite interesting. Not, she was, I'm she was world famous. Yeah. People were flying in from all over the world to go see her. I think she was living in Germany at the time. And, you know, all these very powerful, wealthy men were coming to her to have their fortunes told. She could perform black magic, but she never would. Yeah. Black magic is bad. It's very bad. You perform it and it comes back on you three times. Yeah. You don't ever, ever, ever oh, do it. Unless they cover unless, a lot of this unless, in practical magic. Unless your life is in danger or something. Yeah, and they, co- they then, go through a lot of this. Yeah. Then you give them the whammy. Then, <laughs> then you go, all right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, guys. Go ahead. Oh, good. Yeah. We have a couple more left. So this next one is Luke making fun of Rory and Lorelai <laughs> trying to learn how to fish from a book. Uh, Luke says, and you're going to learn to fish to fulfill your destiny from a book? Lorelai says, yes. And you <laughs> sanction this? Rory scene. says, yes. And Luke says, okay, Thelma Louise, possibly yeah, there's another scene. way to learn to fish. Uh, this is the second mention of Thelma and Louise. The first time we heard it was um, from Paris in season two, episode two. I mean, look at this. Before Brad Pitt was cast in Thelma and Louise, the role went to William Baldwin. Alec Baldwin's. I know Billy. Br- we know Billy. We love Billy. I know Billy too. I used to hang with Billy a little bit in New York. We like Billy. Uh, 
but he ended up dropping out. George Clooney was rejected multiple oh. times. Mark Ruffalo auditioned. Eventually, the role went to Robert Downey Jr. But Ridley Scott deemed him too short compared to Gina Davis, who was six feet tall. <laughs> Brad Pitt was Gino was the one who picked Brad to do the part. I did Smart. not know that. Yeah. Smart. Why did William Baldwin drop out? Oh, that was, yeah. I think it was do a money know? issue. I think it was oh, a money please. issue. I think this is the story that that William Baldwin didn't take the role and Brad Pitt launched his career off of this. Yeah. yeah. I thought I thought it was River Runs Through It, but now it's I think it's this no, one. No, yeah. Thelma and Louise came first after yeah, he yeah, was yeah. on yeah, Growing yeah. Pains, though. He was on Growing Pains, <laughs> I think. Who was he in Growing Pains? He was I'll look it up he was, for you. Oh. Yeah. Oh. All right, so moving on to the next one. This is Rory, uh, Paris and Rory yelling at each other. This, some, this guy on Growing Pains. Oh, I don't know. I need an episode <laughs> reference. I love Growing Pains. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this one, Rory says, I certainly didn't call this meeting. And Paris says, save the act for Sundance, you little snitch. <laughs> So the Sundance Film Festival is an annual film festival organized by the Sundance Institution. It's the largest independent film festival in the United States. It began in Salt Lake City in August 1978 as the Utah U.S. Film Festival in an effort to attract more filmmakers to Utah. So she's just basically saying you're causing a scene, save yeah. it for Sundance. Yeah, yeah basically movie Save scene, the yeah. performance. Save right, the performance. Right, yeah. There we go. All right, moving to the next one. Lorelai went on a fishing date and brought home a fish, and it's in the bath. Oh wait a minute, wait a minute. You forgot, not, you forgot about, about that. that scene. Oh, God. Poor fish. I'm like, that's not going to last long in the tub. First time I think we've seen that bathroom. Oh, Why yeah. did she name the fish Jane Mansfield? And we're about to find out. Yeah, so the, the line is, the cork fell from my hook and Jane Mansfield over here bit. Rory says, Jane Mansfield. Lorelai says, not the brightest fish in the pond, but she's awfully pretty. Jane Mansfield was an American actress, singer, nightclub entertainer, and Playboy. I don't know if that's nice. And Playboy mate. It's not nice. Not nice. I don't think uh, Jane, Marshko Jane would Man appreciate that at no, all. No, no. Jane Mansfield's a legendary. Legendary. Yeah. That's Marishka's mom. Mm -hmm. And Law and Order SVU. Yeah. Yep. That's I her mom. love Marishka. The, yeah, and the, she had uh, her father was the bodybuilder, right? Yeah. Mickey Hargate. Yep. And who I, well, there was some kind of police situation there or something. Yeah, Whoa. there was like it, like he was murdered or something. That Somebody was not a very nice line in the guilt. No, I I agree. I thought that was not very polite. Yeah. There. No. Well, what are you gonna do? She, she gives first... me like Marilyn Monroe vibes. Like very well, well, they, were, they, yeah. they were both uh, they both sort of competed for the same demo because they were both yeah. voluptuous, full figured women. And Jane Mansfield was a, you know, a va va va. va. Yeah, mm -hmm. she was a playmate and she was named yeah. the second out of 100 of the top play playboy playmates of all time. I think there's a really famous black and white photograph of Sophia Loren looking, yeah, at, looking at Jane it. Mansfield's breasts yep i'm looking at it yeah and when yeah. they were sort of falling out of her dress there's a very famous photograph yeah was it see feel around yeah yeah checking her out yeah yep she's pretty though yep. very pretty she doesn't look too so much like marishka but maybe it's the blonde hair all right all right 
she was rumored to have had affairs with Tara. Oh. John F. Kennedy, Robert wow. F. Kennedy, and the wow. Church of Satan founder Anton LaVey. She Ugh. makes you want to rock bangs, though. Look at that. Look at that, right? Cute. Boy, those Kennedys, man. That looks like Mariska. You can see Mariska's face there. Look yeah. At that. Yeah. They got around those Kennedys, didn't they? Boy. And that's it for pop culture this week. Good job. That was a good one. It was a fun pop culture. Yeah, we got slightly <laughs> sidetracked, but not, yeah. not terrible. We learned which Powerpuff Girls we are and uh, yeah, which witches we like. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. A lot of important stuff. Yeah. I didn't know that Keith Moon once famously drove his car through the hotel's glass door, drove up to the reception decks, got out, and asked for his room key. <laughs> now that's being a rock star. That's classy. That, that is class. <laughs> That's you know, that is a move. He he. They, they yeah. called the cops on him at one point, and he went to escape the cops and jumped into a Lincoln Continental that was parked on a hill, and ended up rolling down the hill and into the Holiday Inn pool with him in the car. That's how he got banned from the Holiday Inn. Wow, that is a rock star. That is an old school rock star wreaking havoc. Thank God nobody was killed. <laughs> My lord. <laughs> On that note, see y'all next week. See you next week. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com. Oh, you Gilmore fans, if you're looking for the best cup of coffee in the world, go to my website for my company, ScottyP.com, S-C-O-T-T-Y-P.com, ScottyP.com. Grade one specialty coffee. Ah, summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, They have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was wooden! But be careful. Because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello! 
acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.